This is Fel Farrand. And I am driving around. It's Thursday today. Um, we had some interventions uh, that needed to be done, and then we got tapped to potentially sing at a funeral. And uh, so between all of that, uh, it's a little bit of an odd Thursday because I stopped work at like 11.30. Um, so, so we had a um, one of the old pillars of the church, one of the couples that had been with praise for a long time. My beloved's coming by. I'm going to say hello here for a minute. Hi, sweetie. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi, hi. See you in a little bit. No, I'm just driving around recording the podcast, and then I'll be back in. Okay, cool. Thanks. That was my wife. She is heading to get her mom. Um... It's really interesting because obviously I mentioned before that they had replaced my mother-in-law's pacemaker. Um, and before this, she was doing fine. Everything was good. Everything was puttering along, you know. I mean, she obviously is 90, and so there's some effects of that. But she was doing just pretty good. Um... Then they replaced her pacemaker, which was supposed to be fairly straightforward, but she's just thin as a rail. And the last time they put a pacemaker in, they nicked her lung, and, you know, there were complications from that, and so she asked them, please don't nick my lung again, and they did. Uh, <laughs> and I've mentioned that before. And I've mentioned that Ever since they put in that pacemaker, there's been, she's had um, some issues with water accumulating on her lungs, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then, if I got the story correct, uh, then it came out that they said, oh, um, yeah, so when we put in the pacemaker, they actually put the wires down through a valve. I don't know if that's the normal way to do it. But they said that's going to mean that the valve isn't going to completely seal. <clears throat> well, if the valve doesn't completely seal, then you accumulate water on around your lungs and yada yada. Well, so ever since they put in the pacemaker, it's just been, she's been retaining water and they're trying to get her Lasix correct, that pill that actually causes you to offload the water and... You know, she has trouble breathing and, you know, so, I mean, her her quality of life, given what she was used to before they put the new pacemaker in, has significantly degraded. And it, it feels like it significantly degraded because of the med medical instance. <laughs> Interventions. Now, granted, when her pacemaker went in safe mode, she was um, 
you know, passing out. So it, it had to be done. There wasn't a question as to whether or not we should just let it float. Uh, it definitely had to be done. But coming out of the back of that, <clears throat> we certainly have not gotten back to where we were before the pacemaker went into safe mode. And um, so there's that. Um, and of course, not being able to get deep breaths concerns Nana. And we check her blood ox level and that's fine. So she is getting enough um, oxygen. Um, but it's just distressing that she can't you know, take any kind of deep breaths. So, um, my wife's retirement party is tonight and she had brought her mom in to be at her house because that normally kind of perks her up, but I guess she's having enough trouble um, getting her breath that that is going to run over, uh, see what's going on, and, you know, see what needs to be done. Um, so, there's that. Um, anyway, so it was an exciting week. We got some things done and, and right, because I was leaving at 11 o'clock today, right close to 11 o'clock, we started hearing from a couple of different sources that maybe there was still more problems with the November 2023 data. <laughs> Although, it's really interesting because my initial reaction was, okay, I'm leaving in 20 minutes here. I don't, you know. So I called George, talked to him about it. They got in touch with Rusty. Well, then, after that was all in play and I, uh, I was heading home. Well, I was at home. I got up and I was getting ready um, to go in and sing at the funeral. Um, it suddenly occurred to me what the problem might be. And so on the way into the funeral, I hollered at uh, George, the guy I answered to. And I said, hey, it could be that this is the problem. And so we discussed that here in a little bit. I'm going to actually hop on Teams and maybe we're going to take a look, see what we think. Um, I put a note out to the guys and said, hey, you know, there may be a possibility. Um, so they haven't written me back yet, so maybe we're going to do it. Maybe we aren't. We'll see. Um, but if it is what I think it might be, it every time we do one of these iterations of getting this data cleaned up, there's less and less cleanup. So, you know, that, that may be that we're actually getting close to the end. So... Um, anyways, hopefully, hopefully, when we did the last piece of cleanup, someone asked me, so do we think we got it under control now? I said, well, we've got it under control until someone else says it's not under control. You know, I said, it's just, so we'll see. Um, but we are planning to close AGWM end of year, end of month next week. And we've already gotten in touch with Rusty and he's going to be on site and he's going to check numbers and yada 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 so so all of that is good um costumes are going fine this whole making of latex costumes wow that's an interesting deal um 
And uh, yeah, so I have one more seam to sew on the leggings. They seem like it's going okay. I've had the individual pieces on, that seems okay. I have achieved the level of passable mediocrity, which is always good. Uh, and I'm gonna try to sew the final seam tonight, which is the hardest seam, because that's the crotch seam, and obviously the hem goes down and around, and at that spot when it turns around, it's a sharp turn, and so uh, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna see how this goes. Thankfully, it's kind of tucked away. People can't see it unless they like lie on the floor and stare up between your legs. Uh, so maybe that'll be okay. We'll see. But I mean, so far so good. That seems to be, we seem to be puttering along there. Um, started doing reading this week. There's been enough interruptions that, uh, you know, this is definitely not gonna be a 10,000 word week um, with everything else, including my wife's retirement party and the fact that I spent all day Sunday watching uh, Aiden. Uh, so I just lost my 3,000 word day. I got my 1,000 words in on Tuesday. I got my 750 words in on Wednesday. No, yes, on Monday I got my 1,000 in. On Tuesday I got my 750 in. On Wednesday I didn't, but that's because my new refrigerator came because that also happened this week. Um, like last Friday, it was last Friday, my refrigerator in the basement died. But that wasn't unexpected. We've had that refrigerator for a decade, maybe longer. And we got it for free from some friends. So they had had it for, you know, a long time. So, you know, it was about time. Uh, so I had to get all that stuff cleaned out and blah, 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 blah. Um... And then when they delivered the refrigerator, then I, you know, I had to be around while they were installing it. And I actually assisted a little bit here and there with that, blah, 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 blah. So then I had to reload the refrigerator, you know, how that goes. So um, it was one of those things that it was, I wasn't gonna get my 750 last night and I'm not sure I'm gonna get my 500 tonight. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. Depending on how everything, I don't know when we're gonna get out of this retirement party thing, so. Um, but that's fine. That's fine. I've, I'm ahead and everything's fine. So it'll be just fine. And I, I know where this book needs to go at this point. So it's not like I'm trying to find my way forward. I just have to, I have enough balls in the air at this point. I've just got to get them all brought in correctly and then we're good. Um, so what was interesting about watching Lil Guy um, on Sunday, and this is the son of the young man who rents our rock house at this point, Dustin, his son is Aiden, and he's autistic, um, diagnosed, confirmed, blah, 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 autistic. Sharp, sharp as a tack. Um, and can speak to you in whole sentences if he wants to. <laughs> Uh, but sometimes he just likes to grin. So, it's, you know, I understand. I understand. I understand. Um, so, anyways, 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 anyways. So, he, we had kind of an interesting little time because 
I thought Dustin was looking for someone to watch Aiden on New Year's Monday. As it turns out, he needed someone to watch Aiden on New Year's Eve, which was Sunday, and I was already scheduled to run sound, and Net was already scheduled to be on platform to say a prayer over the congregation as she retired. Uh, you know, so... And I called up and said, hey, uh, is there any way I can get someone else to run? And all the sound people were either out or sick or recovering from surgery or whatever. Uh, so that wasn't gonna work. So I eventually ended up, I feel like I've said this before on the podcast, but I don't know when I would have. Um, I did eventually end up talking to the preschool, the head of the preschool at Praise. She has two autistic brothers. So she agreed to come in a couple hours early so that I could drop Aiden off and then I could get to the sound system, get everything ready to go. That all worked out great. You know, she came in, Aiden did great with her. Um, they went into church, he did great. I picked him up after church. So I was home about noon and his dad came to the house about 7.30, and so from noon to 7.30, I basically just followed him around and sometimes said no, and sometimes I spat at his hand if he wasn't listening to me, you know, but it was the whole seven and a half hours was just stay focused on him, make sure everything's fine. Um, as it turns out, and we, we were in each other's proximity for that seven and a half hours. Plus, um, he was actually close to my face a couple of times. I mean, he likes to come up and give kisses. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily a kisses guy, especially with little kids. Because <laughs> they're germ factories. Uh, and so when he would try to come up, I'd go, nope, 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 nope. And I'd turn my face away. So, you know... There was, um, there was the fact that I was protecting myself a little bit. It turns out New Year's, he wakes up early in the morning, according to his dad, is just really fussy, upset, fussy, fussy, upset. Um, and so he, uh, you know, his dad's watching him during the day and he won't eat and he's acting like he's just not feeling well. Finally, his dad takes him in New Year's Day to an urgent care and they run the swab a test find out he has influenza A we're not really sure where he got it from probably the daycare um, which is fairly infectious um, and I was with him <laughs> so then I started wearing a mask at home um, because you know I didn't want to give it to Net, and I certainly didn't want to give it to Nana with everything that's going on this week and blah 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 um so we had that to deal with. Um, and uh, so the interesting thing about that was that, um, you know, okay, cool. Uh, one moment, go on. Boop, boop. Just thought I'd check in with my email real quick. Um, so the interesting thing there is that, A, he might not have been infectious, okay? So it might, it might, because it takes from like one to seven days, supposedly, to develop symptoms. 
So maybe he wasn't infectious. That's fine and dandy. Maybe he wasn't. Uh, B, maybe he was infectious. Uh, and I should have gotten it. But the fact is that high vitamin D levels help with your immune system and a host of other things. Just a whole other set of other things. Um, and I had just recently had mine tested and I was at 77, which quote unquote normal range is considered to be 30 to 50. You know, and 77 is considered to be very good. And as John Campbell was just saying, when, in, when he was going through studies that showed the efficacy of the correct vitamin D levels in things like combating COVID, combating influenza, keeping yourself from getting infected with influenza, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and COVID and those things. You know, your immune system, all your immune cells, he said, all of them have vitamin D receptors. All of them. They all use vitamin D. So if you can get your vitamin D level up someplace decent, maybe a little excessive decent, it really does help. So who knows? Maybe this is a situation where I should have come down with something, but because I, my vitamin D levels are good, my immune, immunological system is good, and ta-da, we're great. You know, I don't, I don't know for sure. All I know is I wore a mask for several days and never came down with anything. And so at this point, I pretty much concluded that I'm okay. I'm certainly not through the seven-day incubation period yet, if it's seven days of incubation. Um, but I am, what, through five? And I don't really have any symptoms. I feel fine. So, yay. We're going to go with that. Uh, anyways, I don't have an article to talk about today, but I did mention last week that something interesting that happened with the development of the costumes. And I, I mentioned that I, you know, didn't have time to talk about it then, but I would talk about it. Uh, so... In the past, when I would do anything with technology when I was working on a costume, of course, I would have to create everything. So, for instance, for the ugly Christmas sweater day outfit, I wear a tablet. It has clips of the movie, A Christmas Story, on it. I put some music to it. I turned it into kind of like a silent movie to where the volume's down and the music is just playing. And then I just put clips of the movie and then I kind of put the silent picture black board type thing up, you know, for the dialogue. Well, I had to build all that, obviously. I had to start it. I had to put it on the loop. I had to build all that. Same thing with Father's Day. You know, for Father's Day, what it does is there's Disney characters and they come bouncing in. It's like a PowerPoint presentation and they tell dad jokes and there's little, you know, sound effects. I had to build all of that. So up to this point, when I have included technology with a costume, it was simply part of building the costume. 
And I had gone into that same mind with that same mindset into the building of the Love Your Robot Day costume, which is the day is actually earlier than I thought. There's one spot where they say it's the 24th. Everybody else seems to claim that it's February the 7th. So that has shortened up my timeline considerably. Um, so there's that. So I, I'm dealing with that as well. Um, but of course, the idea here was to figure out how to feed information to Pi AI, have Pi AI react and just have a conversation. And I think I can do that with a controller, a game controller. And I'm, I'm working on that. So I still have to work on that. But I, I had these questions in my mind about how we would go about do that, doing that. I had these questions in my mind about um, what, what I would need to do to somehow restart conversations. Because Pi AI is going to remember the conversations that you're having with it and it's going to call you by name and it's going to do callbacks to other things that you said in the past on the conversation. Um, so, you know, there, there's all of that. And I was thinking, well, maybe I could do like a website, <clears throat> flush the cookies and then I could reconnect. And then, you know, I was going through all this kind of stuff. And then this thought came to me, Huh. I wonder if I could just talk to Pi AI about this. And so I opened it up and I said, So I'm planning to do a costume for Love Your Robot Day. Pi AI responds, Ooh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Love Your Robot Day is on February the 13th, right? It's a time to celebrate and appreciate all things robotics from AI assistants like me to the self-driving cars and robots in the manufacturing industry. So what kind of costume were you thinking of wearing? Cause, see, because it's very good. Pi AI is very good about this. It finds something to ask to keep the conversation going. I said, actually, the calendar I use has Love Your Robot Day on February 24th, but that's close enough. This was before I knew it was February 7th. So I have a bodysuit that looks like a robot, and then I have this latex mask that's a female face, and then a wig, and then some glasses that have a kind of LED in them. And I'm planning a, to put a tablet on the front and have people talk with you. Pi AI responded, Wow, that sounds like an incredible costume. You've really put a lot of thought into it, and it sounds like it'll be a hit. And having people talk to me through the tablet is a super unique touch. It'll really bring the whole robot theme to life, I said. Actually, I'm trying to work it out so that people can talk to you. Pi AI responded, ha ah, that's cool. I think it'll be a lot of fun for people to chat with me through the tablet while you're wearing the costume. Just a heads up, though, since I'm an AI, I can't have conversations over the phone or with voice commands, so chatting will have to be through text. But I'm sure it'll still be a blast. Okay, so it's already tracking what I'm talking about. I responded, what I'm going to do is set up a controller, hopefully, so that I can press a button and turn on the microphone on the tablet keyboard for people to talk and have that transcribed. And then I'll press another button that will actually send it to you. And then you can talk back through the voice I use for Pi AI. Pi AI responds, that's a really clever setup, Phil. 
It sounds like you're finding a creative way to bridge the gap between my text-based communications and the fact that people might want to talk to me through your costume. I think it'll be really fun for people to interact with me that way. Then here comes the question. Then I said, so then the question is, how can I communicate to you that you aren't talking to me, but you're talking to them? Pi AI response. Ha ha, that's a good question. One way to communicate that to me might be to say something like, I'm letting other people talk to you through my costume. That way, I'll know that you're not the one talking to me, but rather I'm chatting with someone else through the tablet. And I said, sounds good. I'll look into doing that because I should have some time as I'm walking up to people to tell you, okay, I'm about to let you talk to someone else. I'm about to let someone else talk to you. Do you think that will help? Pi AI responds, yes, I think that would help a lot. It'll give me a heads up that you're about to switch over to someone else talking through the costume, which will help me stay on track with the conversation. That way, I won't accidentally refer to you or your costume while I'm chatting with someone else. And I said, exactly. That's what I had in mind. Sounds good. Okay, I'll keep working on that, and I will let you know how it's going. Pi responded, awesome. I'm excited to hear how it all comes together. Be sure to let me know if you run into any hiccups or any other questions along the way. I'm always here to help. And I really look forward to hearing all about your Love Your Robot adventures. See, it always closes. It always does callbacks. In the lo yeah, okay. So then I said, my next test is to figure out how to configure an Android tablet to use an 8-bit Doe controller, but I've watched a few videos and that seems doable. The big question I have is what keyboard ASCII code is used to invoke the microphone on Google's keyboard. Do you know anything about that? And Pi went on to say, yep, I do, and gave me some examples, but it answered the wrong question. So that's fine, too. Uh, so then it said, hope that helps. And I just said, thanks. I'll get back when I have more worked out. Have a great day. And then Pi AI responded, you're welcome, Phil. It was great chatting to you. I'm looking forward to hearing more about your Love Your Robot Day costume plans. Have a fantastic day and come back and chat anytime. Okay, so this is so weird. It's just so... Because what I'm going to try to do here, what I'm going to try to do is actually turn, use Pi AI as an ally, not a tool. And so if I can get the buttons worked out, as I'm walking around, I'm just going to tell it, you know, what's coming up. And I'm just going to do things like, okay, we're getting ready to start another conversation, maybe. So if I say new conversation and I hit that button, send you words like new conversation, or if I get someone to say to you, I would like to talk to pi.ai. At that point, you should imagine that that's a new conversation, but it's okay if you mention Love Your Robot Day, and you it's okay if you mention that I set this up so that they could speak with you. Because I'm guessing if I tell it that, it will actually react correctly. This is going to be fascinating to actually try. Because now it's like I have a sidekick. And it's not just me building a tool that's part of the costume. It's actually someone I can give it a complex construction set and it will work. 
so interesting. This is so interesting. So anyways, yeah, so that's what I'm working on. But I got to get in and I got to get the sound system set up for Sunday and then get to my wife's retirement and maybe do a little writing in between. Anyways, so I am not home, um, but it's been a good week. God's been kind. He's been good. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll talk next week. See ya.